2: Well, guys welcome to
0: side work podcast i'm your host brooke van poplin
2: hey i'm jocelyn hughes
0: hi guys i'm andrea wallace
3: and i'm elliot Glaser.
0: Woo! we've got we've got elliot sitting in for kyle today poor little kyle she keeps dying R.A.P. Kyle yeah. again. R.A.P. Kyle. Kyle. How many lives does a Kyle have? How many lives I guess does we'll a find pot- out. Yep, exactly. Uh, so we are going to have fun with a different energy in the mix
4: today. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Don't worry. There are no less number of dogs, just a different host. <laughs> That's right. I do so, want to bring Indy at some point, but I feel like he'll be loud and whiny.
0: I love that dog. I think we should try it because we need his energy
4: in the room. We'll do it sometime. He'll just whine by the door and be like, why am I here? Get me out of here. Get me out of here. It was boring. We could just let him run around in the back. Um, this is an interesting thing This popped in my head today just to get things rolling with my brain being weird. Um, today I was like, I was like, I'm going to start planning my funeral. Like I'm going to start bestowing like jobs on people. But oh. today I was like, I just want people just to lip sync my favorite songs so. <laughs> <laughs> my life celebration.
0: Andrea, I think it's good to get it in writing while you're coherent
4: mm-hmm. still, you know, and mm-hmm. really plan. I and think what song? Should... What were you thinking? Um, uh, you know, one was... Um, oh, shit. It's Yazoo. It's like, Oh, you are one of the one I need. Where's yeah, yeah, button? yeah. Um, but all I ever that, knew,
3: ever
4: mm-hmm. knew. Yeah, yes. That'd be a good one. James Dunn volunteered to lip sync. She's like the wind to my corpse. We're <laughs> <laughs> like she's in the wind. I know. I, oh wanted, I want him to do that thing where I want him to get flirty with my dead body a little, <laughs> you know? Got yeah, nothing do, to lose. Might yeah, as well. I do want him to do that or do like the shh. Thing to like the put put the finger on the lips, but I'm not going to be saying anything because I'm dead. Um, but if he wants to get flirty and do a little sexy dance with my dead body, I think it'd be really funny. <laughs> uh, more like a funeral, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: taking
4: it back, we're trying to right. fun and yeah.
0: hashtag funeral. Um, <laughs> yeah.
4: hashtag
0: Sunday funeral day. <laughs> fell over from the last episode Yeah, i know we're still we're still in that brunch mindset
2: um did anyone anything good this week since we last all met oh hell yeah yeah Never? hell yeah <laughs> i went to nightshade last night what's that i want to go she's a top chef winning chef and it's a fusion so there's a mopo tofu lasagna that she makes that was absolutely wonderful. There was a shrimp curry. There was a shrimp toast with like a curry sauce. That was absolutely delicious. Oysters, which I'm usually not a fan of, were the best oysters I've ever had in my life.
0: Wait, did you eat them raw? Yes. Whoa, guys. Passion
2: fruit pr- big puree deal? on top. For-
0: Wow! Uh, this girl I mean she's got jokes on stage where she's like they're, they're sea buggers, you know you're very anti-oyster
4: oysters are the they Gross. are the poster child for food poisoning I think of them as like the beets of the sea in a good way or a bad way in a Why? great way because they taste like where they come from they the taste sea. like the ocean where like the beets Ooh. taste like dirt I know oh, I Elliot hate both of I hate both those things <laughs>
3: Oh, I hate beets I've so much. I made Elliot
4: sick in the first three
2: minutes oh, of I recording. How <laughs> do I hate beets? Well, moving on, I also had a hot fried quail. It's like a hot fried chicken, but quail. That was absolutely delicious. I think we had something else. Oh, my God. We had the scallop, scallop dish that was out of this world. It came in this like coconut... Kind of like this vinegary coconut broth. It was so so good. Mm-hmm. Was good. That does sound good. But I've been trying to go there for a few weeks, and the okay. reservations are all booked up. I'll it's get on a there. Beautiful a space. We should it's, yeah, it's go. awesome.
4: Well, um, let's let's jump yet. into
2: our let's jump into our topic for the day here, Josie Poo. Yeah, let's talk Woo! about some restaurant. Urban Myths and Legends. Dun,
4: dun, dun, dun. Tell them Large
2: Marge sent ya. <laughs>
3: her ghost.
2: You get 10% off. Um, the biggest restaurant myth we all know and love it. You've heard her. You've seen her. It's the waiter's spit in your food. Okay? Mm. Now, I never did this. I don't know about you guys. I definitely didn't I, do this. Um, I don't know if the cooks did it when I handed them a steak that wasn't cooked properly, but... At that point, it's literally and for figuratively out of my hands. But what about you guys? Like, because they're, they're, I found the survey online. They they talked to 438 restaurant employees, but only six percent said they had ever touched a customer's food. Touched I don't or know tainted. If lying, right? Mm. But what about you guys? Because I I'm a zero on this. Pe-
0: people don't people don't do it, especially if they are a really nice place that is trying to impress customers. Food being sent back like is like oh my god we failed we must perfect it and is like sent back out with almost like a but level I mean, of I'm, I'm sorry.
2: Right, but it does happen. I mean, we've seen the video of the Domino's oh, guy rubbing his yes! balls right. on dough. Yes. Like, yeah, but everyone we've talked to on this podcast yes, has happened to be definitely. like at McDonald's,
0: at a coffee shop where they're being battered and abused by the same customer. But
2: you personally haven't...
0: You know, no, right. and I will say, I think something we also realize, like it's never a random hit if you're going to fuck with someone's food it's because they've had it come in for a minute. <laughs>
4: Andrea, I never did. I have a real "if they go low, we go high" like point of view. On okay, this. Michelle, yeah, will call you Michelle.
3: From yeah, right please, on.
4: will you? Yeah, Elliot, what about you?
3: Uh, no, I have, I have violated this rule.
4: I <laughs> <Yes! laughs> yes! knew we had him here for a
2: reason. I he did
3: not spit, horns? no saliva. But there, I, when I worked this at this golf club for a summer, and it was all waiting tables and stuff. My sister worked there too, and I'm a very protective older brother, like okay. too protective, I think, but. Um, she's four years younger than me. And this woman was just giving her such a hard time. Like, she was so mean to my sister, you know, like, and, a, and like I couldn't really do anything because I would have gotten fired, you know. So somebody had told <laughs> she did, like, Brooklyn, you said, like, this person had it coming because she kept doing it, like, was consistently doing this, like, always making my sister's life pretty hard. And so I was like, you know what? I. Googled, did a little bit of Google research and found out that if you put just a drop or two of Visine in somebody's drink... Oh,
2: wait, I've done this too. Sorry, but I did it to a boss. <laughs> did they get diarrhea? I did it to a boss.
4: Hey. Yes. Yeah. It's a
2: diarrhea. It's a
3: diuretic, Sorry. yeah. So, you know, little. I mean, listen... You fuck with my sister. You fuck with me. What was
4: there like was there a their pass beverage? off? Was there like sneaky spy music going on while it was? No, in your nobody head?
3: knew except it me. Was, it was for you. It was for it was me. For you. Yep. Absolutely, just for me. Mm-hmm. And then I told my sister, and she was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> 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 like you idiot!"
2: I love that I forgot I did that. But to be yes. fair, it wasn't to a customer; it was to the shitty boss who a- was at a cocaine. restaurant. Yeah. Daniel Tosh. No, no, anyways. no. I'm <laughs> kidding. I did
4: do a thing once though, where my mom's shitty, shitty ex-boyfriend. I I, I rubbed his uh, razor between my butt cheeks <laughs> because <laughs> I fucking hated him so much. That seems dangerous. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I held it and then I like I like really got shave. it in there and then I was like, enjoy that, you piece of shit.
3: That's great. I love that because it's just for you.
4: Yeah, my sister was standing right next to me. My
0: <laughs> <husband> also. <laughs> wow. We get- enjoy your shit beard. Enjoy an ingrown. I bacteria. love that. That is yeah. so
3: funny. That's great.
0: I mean, I've I've done what a treat. terrible things, what a treat. just just not necessarily uh, in the restaurant. So sure, yeah, you know.
2: That's, and we're just talking restaurants here, we exactly. Gotta, the second runner up, though, of the best myths and legends are the I found the blank in my oh, blank.
3: Disgusting. Uh,
2: and this has been around. For God knows how, it's always fast food. It's always like I found a finger in my Wendy's chili.
3: That was the big one, finger in the Wendy's chili. But didn't she make? Oh, she put it there herself. Yes,
2: she made it up. It was 2005. Um, It was revealed she put it herself, and as part of an extortion scheme, and she was arrested, served four years years of jail.
0: Good. Can you imagine? Also, I'm I'm assuming like you know some time got added on to be like, where did she source that finger? Yeah. Like, was it off the black market? Did she hurt someone? Yeah, I guess the
2: finger really really amps up the, uh, the crime. Yes, but we got a dead rat uh, baked into a sandwich at Chick Fil oh. A. Oh, dead uh. rat in a Subway okay. sandwich and like. The best part is most of these images are available online. If yes. You Here's
0: the thing. When, when I saw that you listed the dead rat in the Chick-fil-A sandwich, my, I just lit up because I, I don't like that chain. And also I was like, finally, some flavor.
2: You know? <laughs> uh, just a insult. little. To be fair, it was marinated in pickle juice as well.
4: Yes. 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 Those sandwiches are Wait, boring. We yeah, Subway as well? How does that happen?
2: I don't know, but you see the picture. It's like a baby mouse. Oh. Just like, like, there's no way this subway artist was building this piece of masterpiece and like put a little rat in there. I mean, it was Ooh. clear that somebody put it in there. That is sickening. It's that is really sickening. Resistance. It's really gross. I think the grossest one is an unwrapped condom that a guy found in a Burger King sandwich.
3: See, to me, the unwrapped condom is disgusting, but like uh, a living thing, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the condom is so is so gross, but like something that lived and moved. You know, yeah. a, a little absolutely. mouse, a finger,
4: and then died. Kind of like a pee-pee. a penis does that sort of. Yeah. Um. The little uh, the death. This is a real ode we, to a digital underground song. If right? you ask me about mm. once getting busy in a Burger King bathroom, <laughs> and then you put your condom on the burger when you're done. There <laughs> you go. Ew. See, I think the
3: gross, grosser than a condom, and not by, not because of what's in it, but like just because of the the thing itself. Is that the idea, The idea of finding a bandaid. Yeah, Band aids yeah, make yeah, me nauseous, super nauseous. You, told you the found story. A, uh, what?
0: I have, and it was my fault. It was it was a it was tale of Band-Aid. two cities, uh, really. Um, <laughs> it was when I was working at. Uh, at a, Well, God, I mean, I think we've discussed the name, which has been changed, but this was a <laughs> coffee chain in Michigan called Beaners, okay. which is now called Bigby, because Good. they didn't see how that was maybe problematic, calling a place <laughs> Beaners. Uh, I know that it's a, a very white, uh, whatever, city. But um, it was when the blended drink craze was really just starting, and so I was working had a Band-Aid the on the old finger. are you going to tell me? Yeah, you're, you're not going to like it. <laughs> and two people wanted like the same sort of blended coffee, chocolate drink or whatever. And so it was like pour, pour out the door with both of them. And then after that, I was like, where's my Band-Aid? <gasps> and so somebody... But nobody reported it. No. They, were just, they were just like some out there lucky, in the university. Some lucky somebody. Wait, so that
3: means the, if the Band-Aid fell off in the drink, it was pulverized?
0: It was possibly pulver- pulverized. So maybe they... Both. They both. But no, drank. <laughs> I feel like it was a slippage. Ew. I feel like it was a slippage while maybe like oh, handling. At the bottom. So I think it was a full oh. intact bandy. So, but these were law students from Cooley Law, where Michael Cohen got his law uh, degree. Of so just a. That's a bunch I'm of
4: curious, like, since both those people, like, ingested your blood, do you have control over them now? Well, I was going to say, way? do you have, Mine do
3: you remember if this, if this was a cu- paper cut, some sort of, like, bacterial? It'd probably, like a,
2: mm, oh, God. Yeah, was the Neosporin on right, the, was Right, if there the was wound. Neosporin, then Neosporin. I'm going to Because Neosporin also can make that band-aid fly right off. Yeah. yeah it's a lube.
0: Yeah, it was, that, that's just it, and you're also, like, <laughs> handling wet drinks, and just, it just, it just gets so messy. It's when oh you God. introduce the stupid blender into the equation Correct. with the. Coffee situation. Perhaps when you're
4: hustling, trying to make all the fucking blended coffee.
0: Drinks no, exactly. At
4: Beaners. At
0: Beaners. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I'm just guessing it was like a slight cut, work-related yes. injury. And the thing is, you cover it up because you don't want the shit getting into your finger. Of but course. instead, my finger got into their oh, shit. Wow!
3: Wow! 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 I wow. mean, that's
2: how the the myths start. And then you when know, someone's 10 like, ten years f- later, it's yes. like, oh, that's the Band-Aid smoothie place. Don't do it. Oh. Like,
0: like I'm uh, I'm Typhoid Mary. You know what I'm you saying? Really like are. she was real, and that's I. I'm the Band Aid Bandit. I'm the Bandit. That's it. Um,
2: the Brooklyn Bandit. That's right. <laughs> um,
0: well, I was yeah. thinking too with the animals who died for your sandwich, or oh. you know, died in your sandwich. I'm like, what if your sandwich is also haunted with a tiny mouse Aww. soul?
3: Aww. Oh,
2: I, it's all, I can't. Am I missing any fast food? Found in my food that you guys would like to discuss. Because usually what happens is this, they turn out to not be real, turns out. Yeah. Because a lot of that stuff is prepackaged and it, you know, they just dump a package into a fryer or dump a package onto a grill and then they put it on bread that
4: comes out of a package. Band-aid finger, hair, hairs. Uh, like everywhere fingernails yeah. that hair would, happens guys. Fingernails. fingernails is like what
0: the fuck that would creep me out so much more than a hair hair i think we've because of our levels of dealing with food industry i'm like all right fine hair i'm gonna it. Happen. you know i,
4: it, I
2: do
0: it, I, yeah
4: same. a little hair is fine but like when it's a really long. Can I say something
2: really oh. gross? Was this when you it's, found multiple? Oh. It's the hardest when it's in your mouth and you've already been chewing. Oh. Yeah, and, and you have to, have to take to slowly <laughs> pull it out. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Oh. Yeah, because oh. it's like stop, Elliot's gonna puke. Throw
3: up. We've
2: okay. already had one. we've—he's replacing know. somebody that's actively puking. Oof. How about the uh, the old Taco Bell has horse meat in it. <sighs> That originated, by the way, I believe from like a European they like they like tested the meat in Europe uh, and yeah. it was like not Was it a hoax? It was no, it was like one percent unidentified meat or something and I think that's where the horse started. And someone <gasps> filled in the blank and where there
3: were like, Forty
4: percent wood chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh True. God. I mean I don't know what wood chips? I'm pretty sure there's wood chips and filler that's put in that meat.
3: I don't know. I can't I can't I can't, wood I can't chips. I don't want... I don't know. I don't like the idea of these mystery things in the meat and... and not that I'm like the, you know a farm to table guy or whatever, but like <laughs> oof, wood we'll, we'll chips get into in my that.
2: tacos. We'll get into that even more in a second. <laughs> but like um, yeah, I was like, but that but that's what
0: all fast food pretty much is. Yeah. Like, that's why I go to Del Taco, baby. You Del
3: know, Del Taco's delicious. It's
4: delicious, and I think it's identifiable meat. Yes, you know? it's real.
3: I can't do taco. I can't do oof. wood chips, what's, horse. Also, meat?
4: like what the, what's the grade of the meat they're using? I guess I is the question. I don't know.
2: I, well, that's the problem, I think. Well, at least in this country, is like it's so the regulations are so loose. It's disgusting. But let's move on. Let's- oh, oh,
0: hold on. Well I wanted to talk if you were like, okay, so that's um that's an urban legend that got like a little bit debunked. Like it's still not food, but yes, there Horse was meat. wood chips. Yeah. Um so my friend who worked at Wendy's told me how they make the chili.
2: Let's go. Oh, Let's
0: hear it. baby. And I don't know if this is a rumor. I don't know what people have said the chili is made out of, but I will tell you what the chili is made out of or possibly be starting a rumor right here on this very podcast. So, when you work the grill, uh, you have to just constantly scrape all the patties. They're square signature Wendy's patties and you're putting all the gristle, all the fat, all the little bits of beef and it's going into the trough that a then a slurry you, of flavor. A slurry of delicious Wendy's beef flavor. So then that is collected at the end of Every shift, and that's the meat that's in the chili with huh. the beans.
3: Oh, like scrape away. Yeah.
0: Oh, like, like fat like bits. When you clean your grill, like the oh. gristle,
4: the whatever. The and gristle that <laughs> trough is the base flavor. Yum yum yum! It's deep, it's rich, it's seasoned. That and sometimes of, like, fingers. Tommy's burgers. When you just see like a Tommy's burger commercial, and just like they just show the chili and it's just glistening with fat. <laughs> I don't oh, Gross. Yeah, it's terrible. All
0: right, so that that was my hot tip on Wendy's. You know, but my friend could have been lying. Hmm.
2: Let's talk about other myths that we should debunk. One being that you shouldn't order fish on Mondays, which originated oh, Bourdain. from Bourdain, right. who wrote that in the early 90s, but now right. they're like, listen, technology's improved, shipping has improved, people get fresh We fish. pick up
0: our fish in an Amazon locker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm always a little cautious about of course. that kind it's of stuff. It's always in my head. But again, it's like, are you going to be eating oysters at Taco Bell? No. Right. No. You know. <laughs> Not
0: yet. Not until it's debunked. I will add an addendum to this, though. Okay, so not that this is wrong or bad, but any specials being run on a Sunday or Monday yeah. at yeah. a restaurant I is usually... everything they couldn't sell on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, not that it's bad, but it's time to go. you know. So they're they're running it, and they're like always like you have to act like oh we've only got like one of those left because we were only going to sell four tonight, right? Because it's what's left over. Hey,
4: Oof. I've done the thing where I look in the fridge and I'm like, I gotta use up all this stuff before no, it goes bad, and of make course, a beautiful meal. Of
0: course, but you're not a restaurant. I'm just saying no offense. You are you are as good Your as restaurant. a chef. A you're lady.
2: a restaurant, Andrea. Don't you let are anyone tell you different. You're a restaurant.
0: Thanks, <laughs> She's pouting, wearing a baseball cap in the corner like, like a brat. Um... No, I I was just going to say, I feel like that that is just a hot insider tip because yeah. it's like I would work through the whole weekend and then get that Monday shift and you're like, oh, we're still serving that skate, yeah you know, skate wing on Ooh. special. <laughs> Love that. Skate. Okay. Which so skate of you. skate is so creepy because.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, looking fish. And it's like a you, flat asshole with like eyes on one side of it's
4: like on yep. the wrong side. Yep. <laughs> like but it does gross. this thing where like if it's, I don't know if it's, if it's not, if it like dies wrong or something, if it goes bad, it, it, t- it takes, takes on like an ammonia. Yes. Flavor. Well, no, because it's, uh, listen, I'm not a scientist. I've also heard that it
0: just excretes all of its waste through the whole body, through the whole skin. So it's, you can, like, if the fish, like, if it, like, literally pissed its entire self right as it was dying or, like, when they caught it, that's also, it's either something, the chemical or, yeah, you get a bad piece of skate and you feel like you're eating uh, a pea filet. Gross.
2: This guy is almost here. But, when, so <laughs> you get a, but when you get okay. a good
4: piece of skate, what a night! It's huh? still fine. What I a night! I felt, I
2: felt, very, I felt very, I
0: felt very like, um, like wow! I've never tried something it's so flaky. So yeah, it's all right. Ugh. I haven't had it in a long time. Uh, again, I think it's another like sea bottom garbage dwelling fish.
4: Yeah, it's just a it's just a vacuum cleaner of the sea. That looks
0: like a
3: stingray.
0: It does, kind of. Mm-hmm. Person. I know stingrays are gentle, and I know they're sweet, but if one ever came near me, I'd punch the fuck out oh, of it. Oh, so scary! I would run on
3: water. Very scary.
2: <laughs> well, that's another thing. So we'll we'll get into that, but most. That's like a third of fish is mislabeled in the U.S. Mm. And they did a thing when they, like, investigated in L.A. sushi restaurants. And it was above 50% that they were mislabeled. <laughs> yeah, I know. The problem is some
4: fish gives you, like, is terrible for your digestion. It oh gives my you total God. diarrhea and, like, nightmare. <laughs> What's the fish where you eat it and like the the fat content so high you like pee like you pay like yellow fat that comes out? <laughs> it's real what? expensive and it's real good. Don't want to oh eat no? that. Is it the um, butterfish? Yeah, it, I think it's like a butterfish.
2: Um, that's so sad. Let's talk about something not urine related. Well, kind of, I guess. But wine pairing. So it's always been like you eat red you if right. you eat meat you get red wine if you eat fish you get Chicken, white. But yeah. that's not necessarily the case. Um, I don't know if Kyle answered this, but Kyle is a wine person. Right,
0: right. She is a psalm and I, I think um I think what we're seeing just in general as people are like opening up the knowledge of wine to all of us lay people and mm-hmm. dum-dums, is that I think the big thing is like you drink what you like. Yeah. There's nothing
2: right. wrong with not meal.
0: And I think sommeliers and, and servers can make suggestions that will really complement something yeah. you're eating, but like you're not gonna get kicked out of a restaurant if you're like, I enjoy a Sauvignon Blanc and I happen you know, hey, I do think it goes well with like oysters, pork, fish, whatever. But if that's what tastes good do you have, or also have a cocktail with your steak. Who fucking cares? Yeah, who cares? yeah really yeah.
2: yeah. Who does also with natural care? wine, they're always like, It is a funk to it. You're like every natural wine has a funk to it. <laughs> but it feels like like all the rules are off.
3: Of course. The when, Just give me a mead wine. That. I like a mead, a sweet mead <laughs> wine.
2: <laughs> honey wine, huh? I
3: love a honey wine. Now,
2: I now <laughs> I li-
0: I like a Renaissance fair wine. Um, now I feel like. The the oh
2: wait, tea. Kyle answered this. Ooh, please. So Kyle said, it's not always true with the resurgence of chilled reds, which was my jam. Mm. I love a, a chilled,
3: chilled red. Chilled red, okay.
2: So good.
0: Fun fact about Joss, the whole time we've been friends and I've known her, if we ever drink a glass of red wine together, she's like, don't judge me, I'm about to put an ice cube in it. Hell That's yeah. Right. I like chilled red. I'll die and keep no, that one sure. One ice cube brings the temp
4: down to where it should be, because yes.
0: none of us fancy pants have cellars or wine fridges. Right.
4: Sorry. I usually drink my red wine after it's been sitting in my hot car. Sweet. <laughs> Yuck. No,
2: but when you chill red, Kyle said it allows it to go on a journey to open up, so it can be paired with lighter, easier foods like fish. And she, oh my god, she has recommendations. Ooh, Kyle, she oh, has risen. And
0: pinos. Sorry, you said a gamay.
2: A gamay. I love gamay. and pinots.
4: Nice. I do nice. really enjoy gamay. I'm not gonna lie.
2: Let's talk about this myth because um, I have I just learned that this isn't good for whatever. I just learned about this. Um, MSG is bad for you. That was the whole thing we grew the 90s, up with. Yeah. You do not have MSG. Chinese restaurants would be like, we don't add MSG. So what MSG is? It was discovered by this Japanese chemist, but it's a form of glu- glutamic acid. But it's responsible for umami, so it does actually make things taste better. Mm. Um, and in 1968, this doctor published a letter that said he had pain in his arms, and he called it Chinese restaurant syndrome, straight up. <laughs>
0: Sounds like, like a racist. I just yeah, into a radio story about that. Super fucking this
2: racist. It's nightmare racist. I heard the same story, and it was super intriguing because I truly thought it was a bad chemical, but it's actually just a like it's just a diver- you know diversion of this what. Acid. Well, so sodium. Itself. I don't know
0: how much you dove into it. So my my question would be: Is gl- glutamic acid found in like a porcini mushroom? Because a porcini or a truffle, As those umami. well, those are flavors that are all considered umami. Not MSG itself, but MSG can create an umami flavor.
2: Well, there's more MSG in a tomato than any other vegetable. Like it's mm-hmm. naturally occurring and stuff.
0: Okay, so MSG. Is in our body.
2: It's in vegetables. In
0: vegetables. Okay, it's occurring in nature. Yes. And so what they've done so is find a way to extract, it. Crystal, crystallize it sort of and do like a concentrate. Yeah, to flavor food. Got it. Now I will okay. say you <laughs> will. There's something happening and I, I'm not trying to get on board with this uh, racist, horrible man. But if uh, I do eat something that's very MSG heavy, I do not feel great. I get palpitations. I've had to put my head down on my desk. uh, Like I get dizzy because I think they were, they were doing something at the cafeteria when I worked at Turner forever ago and some flavor on that salad bar somewhere was giving me a huge reaction (laughs) every time I went down there and I'd be like at my desk, like trying not to be like, should I call like paramedics? I don't feel good, but it would take about half an hour to pass. But I would
4: get
3: like
2: really,
4: really um, stuffed but up, dizzy. Sounds like you had Chinese restaurants.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> now,
4: didn't this, this myth was kind of debunked then, right? About MSG? Is yeah, that what the story It's not bad for you at all. all. Didn't they find out that like the doctor who wrote this letter like, doesn't even exist?
2: Oh, like, I don't know about that, but it, it would make he sense. was a
4: myth. He no, I'm serious.
2: I think He's this like a racist this, using I'm, a pen I'm, name, yeah. probably. Yes. Yeah, But yeah, that's, that kind of changed. Chinese food and like these poor immigrants trying to like make their livings by selling food and then everybody freaking out about it. But there was a, there's actually a restaurant in New York that opened up this week that everybody's pissed about because they're calling it clean Chinese food and it's owned by a white woman. Right. So yeah, this woman tweeted, Donna Meyer, how offensive, white chef at Lucky Lee's pretending to clean up Chinese food. Completely ignorant of the sophistication of Chinese food and its use of fresh ingredients for thousands of years. Go visit Asia, try the Chinese food, and then come back humbled. Right. I mean, it is it is a little, you are like just playing right into the stereotype saying oh, yeah. that it's going to be clean Chinese food. That's not really fair.
0: Well, the, the problem is, so you're talking about uh, like being a total gringo, like white piece of shit, <laughs> like when you eat off the white person Chinese menu. Yes. Which is like food that was invented to temper our little baby palates, you know. Is it,
2: what is it, Kung Pao chicken? What's the one that we invented
0: right. uh, right. Yeah, General So. Like yeah, yeah. orange so. chicken, right. you know, anything that's glazed and deep fried with basically corn syrup sauce, that's not <laughs> Chinese food. Right. right. That's what makes you feel sick, yeah. but when you eat true Chinese, it doesn't look like anything you'd see at a panda express right panda you know express. yeah
2: Oh my God. Have they, they found Boom. any fingers in Panda Express food? <laughs> Probably.
4: I ate there the other night, and I didn't find any fingers. Look, it's fucking three Listen. points per string bean chicken. Right on. You know serving what? Serving, that's all I'm saying. Sometimes that's all that's open uh, in the terminal at Penn Station. While right. You're waiting you, get, like, for you get like sauteed kale and broccoli with it. I mean, I feel somewhat
2: good you, about
0: well, it. I also think this person just sounds like an asshole trying to capitalize on the clean movement, and they're like, well, what? Like, Because like, it'd be, I don't know. I, I still have...
2: Oh yeah, no. She's like playing up like gluten free. Like we don't use yeah. peanut oil. We don't use this. Like we, it's it's unfortunate the way it's been branded. Sounds I think. like
4: ethnic cleansing to me. It's not. Mm. It's there not an ideal
2: situation, and the fact that they opened in the West Village in yeah, Manhattan not a doesn't idea. help either. Yeah, because <laughs> that's that no, ain't no, no. cheap, guys. Million so visited, but... million
0: dollar a month rent. I'm sure.
2: All okay, right, so these are things you can actually that are kind of they live in the myth world, but they're true. Um, what you're eating isn't really Kobe beef. Kobe beef was banned by the USDA for most of this century, and there are only eight restaurants in the U.S. that offer the real thing. Hmm. So there's Wagyu beef and right. there's Kobe beef. Mm. Kobe is the, the more elite kind. That's the one that only eight restaurants serve. So that's something when if you're ordering. But this is what's so fucking crazy, is that the restaurant industry is exempt from labeling. So nobody's regulating what they're putting on their menus. So they can say something is organic, they can say something is local. They can say something. They can lie. Nobody's going to beat them up for it. There's no fines. How? That's just, it's probably just too hard for them to regulate or something. I, I don't know. They just decided that's it's the same reason they don't list ingredients in a lot of food. They say right. secret ingredients. So, so yeah. are we going to
4: start a restaurant called like Deregulated Cafe? And have <laughs> right. like a burger on the menu, but it's like a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I'm, like, you never know what you're going to get. Are you guys in? <laughs>
2: It's Great just so concept. sad because I get excited when I see like grass fed or mm. organic or whatever and I will seek out a place if it has that. Of but this spaghetti is Nobody, the best salad I've
4: ever had. Nobody's what regulating. Does? I said this spaghetti is the best salad I've <laughs> yeah. ever had. Mm. Sorry, I'm just brewing ideas in my brain for this new cafe. <laughs>
2: um what else do we have? This one's really bothering me.
4: I'm not happy.
2: Please
0: Okay, Jocelyn, I, I, I don't know what amount of research you did, but I'm going to look into this further. But truffle oil often has no truffle in it whatsoever.
2: Yeah, it's chemical. It's like it's, a chemical taste. I didn't know that. Man, I didn't. I mean, I it makes know, sense. I
0: know well, how expensive so they are expensive. based on the and color it's a sensationalized and whatever. It's flavor. It's
4: yes. everywhere now. Everywhere is truffle fries. I'll tell yes. you, what, I'll never Brussels stop eating sprouts truffle sprouts fries. Sprouts and truffle. Yeah. Mm.
2: Brussels and truffles.
4: I'm sorry to report that, yeah, that... That, that could be MSG. It came up in research. Oil. Who knows? It could
2: be. Oh, wow. I mean,
0: whatever. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, we're giving it an Owen Wilson. Owen oh, Wilson, oh, wow.
2: And then lastly, I think the last thing is champagne. You know, that there's this myth that the only champagne you can drink is the champagne that's made in Champagne, France. Mm. And so that was kind of conflicting. Kyle, though, she chimed in. Let me see what she said. Champagne can only be made using Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, and Pinot Meunier. I don't know what that is. I can't pronounce anything it's French. Fine. Basically, any sparkling wine made outside of the region of Champagne is considered a frizzante.
0: I like the frizzante. Is that like we, anything. I yeah. like frizzante. Yes.
4: Bourbon rules are bending, though. Like, you can make bourbon just not in Bourbon County anymore. It's, it's, it has expanded. Lies! I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure that the rules have changed.
2: Some server myths uh, from the source. These are my favorite too because um, we've, if you've worked in a restaurant, you know what actually goes down. Um, Gay theory, deadly addictive on Twitter. She tweeted, "When I take customers do compli- She tweeted, "When I take a customer's complicated order, the biggest lie I tell myself is I don't need to write that down. I'll remember it." Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. I'm a big advocate of writing things down. I write do it in my daily life. I'll get
3: you a pad.
2: Always. Always. Girl,
3: do
0: we need to start a, a, a GoFundMe to get you some pads to write on?
2: <laughs> Seriously.
0: <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jesus, ben, Benuelos, Ben, I think I'm doing okay. Benuelos at Zeus underscore deuce. <laughs> Uh, He says, high schoolers who tip well are a myth, like paid vacations and health insurance. (laughs) Hashtag server life, hashtag bartender life, hashtag sad but true. And again, I think that brings up this really tough topic that's become a bit of a national discussion the past few weeks is just because you can afford to go out to eat doesn't mean people are reserving any of that money to actually give to the servers. Right. It's worse than we thought
3: it's so lame
4: it's so bad
3: Why do people need to be taught to
4: to tip tori bojangles great last name tori uh at tori lee 26 crying in the walk-in cooler is not a myth <laughs> <laughs> oh, hashtag server problems hashtag server life yeah I, I i i think i've been there or just have to go like bite like yeah. bite down on something go
2: go in the back and, and definitely have a little bit of a cry I would say there's a myth that uh, your server probably hates you. That's not a myth. They probably oh, they hate you. Hate you. They yeah. hate
3: you very much. I love. I love a. I mean, you know, I like a break in a meat locker. <laughs> like, I was just a, gonna I say, say, I was it. like,
0: were there complicated emotions happening of from course, time to time in of a meat course.
3: locker? <laughs> just going there to. Chill, I mean, I worked during the summer at that golf club, and so oh, yeah. that was my chill out zone. You just re- literally, I'm regrouping in the meat locker. <laughs> Perfect. I would sleep, but I would sleep in a meat locker if I could. Like, I would make you make it a little bit warmer, but like that is a that is, that's perfect a perfect temp. temperature for me. I Just love like it. A
4: little down comforter. Absolutely, like, yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. I love it. You're gonna go to you should go to the ice hotel. That's on, on my list. That really? is what I
3: plan to do. Yes, absolutely.
4: Hot sleeper over here. Oh, you, you, me, Dude, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I, yeah.
0: It all depends on the hormones.
4: Yeah, <laughs> you're born in menopause. Basically.
0: That's right. I'm
3: Perimenopausal
1: <laughs> constantly. Are we talking into these? Is this starting? Yeah. Oh, this, this is how started. Start, yeah. It just starts. This
2: is real. I don't know life. if I'm this supposed really to be brought happening. in. No, this isn't, this isn't how you run things. I don't know no, how. To,
1: don't, we just. Tight, I got a tight ship going on. We, yeah. we I appreciate uh, this, this. Is my
4: this is my warm up vocals? Just telling a story about myself. This
1: is an organic.
2: We yeah. gotta record everything in case the magic happens right? when you're not looking. That's a good
0: idea. Jocelyn does like her ASMR corner where she opens. Wrappers I, for uh-huh. the first five minutes. Yeah. I
2: open a wrapper, and then I slowly eat a starburst. This one's red, which I believe is cherry-flavored.
0: Cherry. Flavored. cherry. Um, heavy air quotes, cherry.
2: Well, guys, strong flavor. guys
0: welcome to the one. pod den. <laughs> welcome to the pod den, everybody. Our good friend, Mike
1: Bird. Hi, guys. Hey. hey Mike Bird. It's, it's, a, Hi, it's a zoo in here with, with uh, puppy dogs. It is. That's
0: right. Boy, does this room smell after you open the door back up again? You know, yeah, but
1: they're small dogs.
0: They're small they're like dogs. The
1: li- they're little. Cl- except for Nuggy, who Still who has said needs a needs a bath of sorts.
4: Yeah, he's real stinky. Yeah, <gasps> he's extra cute today. I don't, I yeah, it's to just stink. a sweet
1: dirty puppy smell. It's not. Right? It's not like a. It's not like you've been rolling in skunk filth. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Mike, and we were talking about better-made potato chips, mm-hmm. you know, Michigan's best. And uh, apparently there was some study that, not a study, sorry, a list drop that was like, your uh, your state's number one bar snack food. And Michigan, they said better-made potato chips. Yeah. yeah,
2: wait, what was Illinois again? It was some popcorn. bullshit. It was popcorn. Yeah, no thanks. What? Yeah, it was a bullshit list.
0: It was a little <laughs> dumb. But anyways, I know you can speak to the power of some good Michigan snacks. Oh,
1: yeah. And the, the, the whole thing with a better-made chip is that, they, they do all sort of uh, uh, alterations to the potatoes in like a Frito-Lay capacity. But when you get into a smaller brand or a regional brand, mm-hmm. they leave those little dark rings that are in a potato yes. because they don't yeah. hurt anything. Of course not. And, they, and, and also in a, in a regional smaller market, you'll get a chip that has the little burnt edges, mm-hmm. yep. which are just delightful.
0: I do not mind it. Suddenly you're like, oh,
2: a little variation
1: for right. the
0: palate. Right.
2: I have read that you're not supposed to eat the green part of the chip if there's green part of the chip because that's like some weird exposure that's like it's oxygen Oxygenization?
1: Oxygenized?
4: Oxidized. Oxidized. But chip, potato chips, was that like your tops, would you say? Or are you more of a Frito, mm. a corn chip You know gag? what?
1: I, uh, I think I, I go with a regular scoop. Mm. Frito scoops. And a lot of people think they're just for dip. Not for me. I like them. I think they're flaky and they have a nice little texture to them.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's a it's a different uh, eating experience. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't know if, if you do this one when, when I eat a Cool Ranch Dorito. I have to examine which side has the biggest burst of flavor, uh-huh. and so I, I look it over before placing it in my mouth. And I put the flavor side down, and I eat them like a true sociopath.
1: <laughs> I have uh, a new favorite. I have a new favorite. I can I can wholeheartedly say the best snack cracker slash chip that's on the market that's uh, new and cutting edge is the Cheez It snapped. What the Cheez It snapped I sour like cream a woman and onion?
4: Who's had too much, but a Cheez It version of it.
1: It's yeah. It's it's. It's in between a chip and a Cheez-It, but they're light, bubbly, and they have a nice a nice coating almost like a ruffles cheddar and sour cream taste to them. And they're not always on sale. They come in a bag, not a box. Oh god. And only I can only have them if they're if they're Two ninety five on sale. I can't. You know what? <laughs> I will not pay retail for snack chips he's, or cereal. He's
2: very serious about the chips.
1: I can't even enjoy it if I have to pay four ninety five for a bag of crackers. No, no absolutely I'm, I'm not. Sorry.
2: And you know where they'll get you? Those tiny little targets. Uh, they they tack a buck or two to everything they have on the goddamn shelf.
4: Yeah. I feel like the higher the likelihood the chip will just destroy my mouth is like the more I want to eat that chip specifically. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a kettle like salt and vinegar girl. Oh just, yeah. I just want it to destroy the <laughs> tissue. Just you want to lacerate. Feel right you want to lacerate
0: mouth. and mm-hmm. burn with the mm-hmm. uh, with the vinegar and the salt. You mm-hmm. want to
1: feel the food.
4: I do. Before we get into this, I would
0: like to speak on the topic of why do crackers cost so fucking much these days? You go into the cracker aisle, you're looking for something, you're trying to put yourself out in the world to be a little more fancy than a than a saltine or a Ritz, mm-hmm. and everything is like Mary's Gone Seeded Nuts or something like that, and it is like six dollars, and you know those packages. You open it up and it's two servings, like a half an ounce.
1: Right. The delicate little, the delicate plastic sleeve pack. You know, it's the half sleeve, and it's really, it's really loud. Yeah. And you end up destroying half of whatever product comes in those packages. If you
2: don't eat it all at
0: once, it will go stale. It goes stale. It will go stale, and. It looks like someone sat on the box. Once you get in there, too, they're all snapped in half, and you're yes. like,
1: <laughs> "They do not transport transport properly." No,
0: I don't know what's going on, but we got to step up our cracker I fuck game. With those
4: crackers, I'm a, like a wasa cracker. I'm like an old uh, German woman. give Ooh. my, my wasa crackers, <laughs> those water you like
1: crackers. It, you, you want the topping to be the star of the show? Uh, uh,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a low, it's a low cow, uh, crunchy treat to to like deliver whatever I'm putting on. You toilet. know what I do
1: with the pack with the, uh, those packages that have the the stale problem. I take packing tape and I just reseal the whole fucking thing. Fuck yeah! And then uh, yeah, I just snip it open with some kitchen shears when it's time to go. Because usually then you wrap
4: it... the whole thing again after you have to close it a yeah. second time. Well, and because then... half
1: the time that's a guest cracker. You know the ritz. <laughs> that's for just at home that's snacking. True. They but are when, guest when you have a nice cheese plate, you only eat so he many of present those well. things. <laughs>
0: Mike, let's talk about your background as a server. Let's do it. Let's do it. So where where did you start uh where was your first ever serving job?
1: I when I moved to Chicago, I uh I had an advertising degree. I went to Michigan mm-hmm. State as yes. did you. Yep. And lo and behold, there were no jobs to be had in that field. It was very it was it was hard to get a job mm-hmm. in in copywriting. So I uh I had to get a serving job and I took a host position at High Ricky, which is a Thai restaurant across from the Music Box I remember Theater. High
2: Ricky. Yeah. High Ricky was a
1: great Thai restaurant. Yeah. And I'd eaten there all the time. And I was like, if I work here, I can be poor and also probably get this food. I mean, I'm going to be able to figure out how to get free shit. hmm So I took a host position, and then I slowly moved into uh, working as a bartender. Like, Are... And I had never bartended before, but it was a small bar. So it was a good learning uh, size. It was like a, it was like the big wheel of uh, <laughs> before you can ride a bike. It was the, the big exactly. wheel
0: of bars. No, but I think the thing is great about a bar like that is, I feel like Thai places aren't really known for like a wild bar scene. So it's like a nice pace to mm-hmm. learn how to make your drinks without for sure. it being a full on disaster.
2: The, you still have the alcoholics rolling in. Absolutely, of course, they're just not going to be there till five a.m.
1: Right. It's and it's mostly f- for dinner time alcoholics. Right. Um, the problem was was that. In a specialty, like a high end, if you can call it that, Thai restaurant, they're gonna have a specialty cocktail menu, which was a goddamn nightmare.
0: Yep, a lot be- of fresh juices.
1: Tons of we did fresh juice also. Mm. We did fresh juice with with ginger, apple, carrot, not allowed to be pre-cut. Had to be cut to order so that it was at the peak of freshness. Oh. So in the midst of getting all these orders, whether they were singha beers or mixed drinks, you would get an order for a large carrot apple ginger drink and have to start up the electric juicer and grating... Like a, a and they were giant carrots. Of course, we're not talking. We're talking. <laughs> just, we're talking those industrial. Like those, those industrial <laughs> horse carrots because yeah. they're the cheapest ones. If
2: you go to the Burbank Vons, by the way, they have horse bags because it's like horse country over there. Uh huh. And they have, I mean, they're like ten pound bags of carrots just in the produce section, and they're hilariously big. <laughs>
1: That's yeah. The, they don't look natural, right? They don't look like, and they look like. Like, uh, like farm animal food, because yeah, they're yeah. horse carrots. Yeah.
0: How funny would that be to bring that on a veggie plate to a party?
1: <laughs> just gigantic, gigantic carrots peeled, though. just cut <laughs> it,
2: and, and don't cut it like, or Right? Don't cut it horizontally. Just cut it lengthwise. Uh-huh. Like the longest dip. You just sit across the table and, and use a three-foot carrot to reach the onion dip.
1: Just do it to bait people into double dipping so that you can condescend them. <laughs> just, what are you doing? The we'll ultimate su- test. What am I supposed to do with this? You get one dip, okay?
2: We're going to catch Karen, triple I spent, dip, and I make it count. spent
1: all the money on these horse carrots and these raisin <laughs> rosemary crackers, and I couldn't afford enough the dip. so it's you can only-
4: right now. In front of you on the table, <laughs> one and never dip see, for everyone. Can you see
1: it? <laughs> so you'd have to cut up all of these ingredients and fire up this juicer. Those
4: are two separate
0: jobs.
1: These are two separate oh. jobs. Absolutely no bar back, and then all of the drinks that you had to make, and um, I I would get so in in the weeds, like like terrified, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like where I just had no idea. Like I, I'm fucked. I'm just fucked here. Yeah,
4: I'm the fucking best I can. Empty
1: glassware everywhere, and and it's a small bar, so it would pile up excessively, very rapidly. Also, while you're trying to jam (laughs) or find uh, like a big thing of of uh, fresh ginger root, fresh ginger root that you had to peel and then jam in, and then of course, like ginger root is so fibrous. That yeah. it would immediately break the machine yeah, right. every other time. Right, where you got it like, t- now, you got to take the whole machine apart and
4: like get it rinsed with what did to, to the kitchen to rinse it? Couldn't do it behind the bar. You
1: could do it behind the bar, but you still it was an industrial juicer. So there's there's a uh, a process of of removing these parts of this this apparatus to get to the filter, which. You know, it gets in the gunk. It gets all in 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 the goodies of of this machine. It doesn't come out easily. Sometimes you could never break it. And now you gotta. Now the waitress or waiter has to go to the, the tables and tell them individually so that sunny. they can't have their juice. And then you get some other order, and it's just a, 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 a night. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Aww. And I I started to almost prefer to to be a host.
0: Yeah, that's just that job duty is like. Being a bartender is its own thing. Like, you don't, like, a juice bar, like, those people are fucking busy. Mm -hmm. All you're doing all day is just jamming fresh fibrous vegetables into this machine. I still get very triggered by the smell of, like, ginger and celery in the air (laughs) because I worked at a place on the Upper East Side, which was a juice bar in the front. And, I mean, that's just what it smelled like every day going to work. And you're like...
2: I love that
4: smell. I like it too. It does smell good. I love when my kitchen smells like juice at home, and so I know even by juicing just like celery that like there's little bits of fiber that like get on you. So I can't even imagine like cleaning the bar at the end of the night must have been a fucking nightmare.
1: Absolutely, it's just stuck to everything. And if you've ever and if like I make a lot of soup at home, and I love the two part of the chopping of the veg, Mm -hmm. because that gives you this beautiful aromatic uh, freshness in your kitchen. But then afterwards, you get the soup smell, which that you get both. It's like the (laughs) the two best, the two best candles back to back. And um, don't put your celery or your carrots in your garbage disposal over and over. I learned that I learned that over and over again. Do you, you have a tip? Do you have a tip for me? No, how to I was get just gonna say that?
0: don't don't put a don't put anything really down there at all. You're just kind of not <laughs> I, supposed to. You're just
1: not supposed you to use it. it.
0: You it, really aren't. <laughs> it, yeah, it's because it's also like, well, where is that stuff going underneath your house? It's just like rotting and sitting. It's weird. And I have I, old pipes well, and, I
1: I have I live in an apartment complex, so that so is you're like, ah, not that my is up problem. to Los Feliz Village. <laughs> <laughs> that is not my problem.
0: I was gonna say I owned a juicer. It was. <sighs> wow, a really nice gift from my mom and dad because I was just like, I want one of these fancy, you know, because they're still about $300 to have an industrial Mm -hmm. strength juicer. Right. And I don't know. I was always so loyal about it where you'd be like, okay, I'm going to make the juice, but you have to immediately take it apart and clean it. Otherwise all hell breaks loose. So it's not just like sit, enjoy the juice and go about your day. You have to get ready to clean like a 13 piece machine immediately after. And, I'll tell you what the day when I didn't clean the juicer it was oh, something happened and I think I like left for a weekend and I came back and I mean it was just infested with like an ant and fly
1: colony oh immediately. God. Fruit fly swarms. Yes. Fruit,
0: the bugs fruit, will come. Fruit flies. They show up and then I was shamed by it. I was so embarrassed. So then I didn't want to deal with it in that moment either. So then I tied it up in a garbage bag. <laughs> um,
1: which To I think, clean later?
0: To maybe clean later. I was like I'm going to clean this <laughs> later but I can't I'll put look in a at bag. it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then I put the tied up garbage bag with the juicer in like one of those really high top cabinets way above your stove, you know, the one in the corner you never use. Sure. And then just conveniently forgot about it for like two years.
1: Oh. And then <laughs> and I oh, moved out. no. I know. That's like finding a dead but, body <laughs> later on. I'm
4: like, like what is this juicer, like this juicer represents some. What's something? that
2: smell?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I killed I, that guy I two I years ago. I killed that
4: guy.
3: Via
2: a juicer.
0: But like when stuff <laughs> <juiced> goes, <laughs> when stuff gets to that level of decompens, or de- Decomposition, decompensation, Mm -hmm. oxygenated—lots of words today. (laughs) You should keep track Um, of these. It basically kind of turns into like hard, dusty
4: mold. Where you're like, I think I made medicine. Yeah,
2: I think if I bite into this,
4: it's penicillin,
2: basically.
1: (laughs)
0: Right, it's
4: medicine, but it's not as messy as it once was. Probiotics, there we go. But yeah, (laughs) but I think the lesson is like, if you don't want to deal with it in the moment, this mess, put it in a bag and shove it as far away from you as possible.
1: Um, more interesting than the clientele was the um, was the staff. Uh, the majority, and I'm I'm gonna say, all except for me, were uh, gay men. Mm-hmm. All all the waiters and coming from Michigan and having grown up there and spent most of my time there, and coming from a Big Ten school in this would be 1997 98. I guess it'd be 98. I had never met or or fraternized or made friends with gay dudes. It just just wasn't something I was exposed to. And I found out really quickly that all of the tolerance that I had built up in college, um, experimenting with drugs and excessive alcohol consumption, didn't touch these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hang. I remember I was so flattered after I'd worked there for a while, and they... Uh, invited me to come out to Glee Club, which was... Ah, I remember that. Which was on Weed Street.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And I was so pumped. I was like, they're, they're going to give me drugs? I don't think I'd ever done X. They're like, this guy named Charles... He was super pumped to give me X and take me out to rage with him. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is great. I'm going to do all these drugs. And I'm going to see something fun. I like dancing. I like partying. I didn't have any misconceptions, even from just being a secluded Midwesterner. I like people that like to have a good time. And holy shit, did they ever. I got so fucked up. Dude, I mean, it was it was nothing compared to the house parties that I'd been to no, or the beers that we no. would slam. Eight, I drank 18 Bud Lights. That's not the same nope. as what this is.
0: That's like Midwest gross dude drunk where it's like you just kind of drink yourself into a coma. Correct. And the whole point of being like gay drunk is like you have to keep your energy up so you can keep the sass and the dancing Yes. And the judging and and the whatever you know you were on the prowl all fucking night mm-hmm. and that's where uh, it's a world of uppers that I don't partake in um, and that's fine and I also think that's why my Hurricane Adam left this morning my gay hurricane <laughs> friend and I'm literally just like the substance abuse but he's fucking built for it is the gay culture just teaches you to handle your
4: drugs I did a lot of drugs with a lot of gay men right oh yeah. twenties so it was amazing and also to be like somewhere like Glee club just going to weed street for the first time when you moved to Chicago Gee. was weird enough anyway. Cause you're, it's like, it was, almost, it was almost like an industrial nook at that point. Right. Yeah. It seems hearing.
1: very dicey. Yeah, it seems like you're, but go- it's not it's like you're in Gotham city and, and you're going into some secret lair and then it's just boom, Whitney Houston remix is louder than you've so ever heard good. music before. And you're on some sort of substance that you don't quite understand.
0: Right. It's it's like the party drugs match the party vibe, yeah. you know, and and I totally get that because it's just like, all right, you know, I understand that my like drink half a bottle of red wine energy doesn't belong in a fucking dance club. You no. know, you you got to do the drinks and the drugs to match no. a, the space.
1: D- drinking, taking down almost a whole case of light Relax. beer is, is for sitting on the couch. If we're sitting on the front lawn, it's not to keep it rocking. No. And you know, there's a big difference between staying up till two, three in the morning with your buddies and, and raging until 5am.
4: Right. It's right. It's
1: a whole different, it's a whole different thing. And I learned very quickly that I couldn't handle any sort of uppers like that. It's It's never been my thing. I'm just kind of a booze and pot kind of guy. Right. I was given a a dipped joint by Charles, this man who gave me the the, uh, party drugs. And I was so sick of my job, and I was starting to experiment with having a couple beers before work. Sure. Maybe this will make it go by (laughs) faster. Testing the
4: waters.
1: (laughs) I decided, like, I don't know what dipped is. I guess it's good weed. So I'm just going to have a couple tokes before I go in. It's not good weed. It's like feels like hard drugs. And I have to go in to be a host at, at High Ricky. So I call um one of the assistant managers who was a little she was a road hard and put away wet kind of lady <laughs> that no one liked and did not fit into into the into this this infrastructure of employees. And I call her and I say, I can't come into work. It's like a Sunday night. I'm I'm jacked. And she says, No. We're too busy. You have to come in. I go, I'm sick. I've got this rash all over my neck. My neck's like, I got a bad rash. Like, I can't come in. She says, I don't care what you have. Put on a high-collared shirt, and it's dark in here. No one's ever going to see it anyway. Just get your ass in here, Mike.
2: Who cares if it's contagious? She doesn't
1: care. This lady does not. Highest
4: collar you've got in
2: your closet. This lady
1: does not care.
4: Put I, on a ski mask.
1: I don't get have a rash.
4: finest Nosferatu cape on and it's get a, in here. It
1: is a lie that I have this rash. But now I've got to go in because it's either that or fired. And I don't have any gainful employment opportunities on the table. So I take a hairbrush. I take my ex-girlfriend's hairbrush. And I just go to fucking town on my neck. I scratch it all up real good until it's real raw and red. Rashy looking. Real rashy. And... I, and then I think, and my neck's all fucked up now. And I decide I'm gonna eat some skittles. Like skittles will make me uh, feel better. And the skittles, I for some reason I can't feel my throat from this dip joint, and my throat feels like it's like clogged. And the, oh. every time I eat the skittles, it feels like the skittles are piling up, <laughs> and I'm and I start to I have a full on panic attack, oh, yeah. full on anxiety attack. I try to puke up the skittles. I'm out, Now my eyes are all bugged out because I'm trying to dry heave Skittles out of my throat. That can't be easy. My neck's fucked up. I go into work. <laughs> my neck's all destroyed. And I end up having to work the entire shift and have to come down from being on a drug that I uh, didn't understand while I seat people before they go see uh, whatever... Uh, Oldie time film is at the Music Box Theater.
4: Was Charles working that night? Or was, he, was he just like, he was like, yeah, it's great, right? he yeah. saw you. Like, i yeah, those... was like, oh, you're really riding this snake. It's uh, great, right? Yeah. Like, I...
1: I, I'm sure he was. <laughs> I'm sure he was. And one of the things that did soothe me was uh, the little Thai uh, driver had a real sweet crush on me. He had a yellow Mustang. And I remember he brought me a Toblerone, a white oh, Toblerone. And he said, ooh, courted. Mike, for you, like... He just, you know, sweetie eyes, and and that made me feel a little better. And I just gunned this whole candy bar, <laughs> and that was that's one of the worst job experiences that I've ever had. Was oh, coming down no. off of a drug that I didn't know how to. You still quite
2: with. don't know what it is.
1: No, it was probably like formaldehyde. Yeah, right Or drug. like they
4: do that. that, or PCP. I was gonna say like something like PCP, or, or it could uh, have just been like. Cocaine or crack, honestly.
0: Like, it, it could.
1: I don't know what was in it. I <laughs> know, smoked
4: it, and it went right to it
0: your went, brain. It went
1: right to my brain immediately, dude.
0: Yeah, I am just such like a. I am so fine with my little downers, you know. And then I tell people too when they want to like hang out for, you know, like oh we're gonna go hard the whole day, and it's just like I can't. Like I don't take uppers. Like I can't even smoke sativa. Whatever, and it's just like no. You gotta let me know the window because I kind of have this small window in which to party, and then like the fucking shop closes. You know, where I'm like, it's time for me to go to bed. Right? Like I don't get more fun. It doesn't like amp up to the next level. Like the craziest I get is having a Jack and Coke because there's a little <laughs> caffeine and sugar in that shit.
1: Just a little something extra. Little
4: something something. That's wait, like wait. cocaine to me. That, that night you stance. really felt the high in high Am I right?
1: Here's a tip: when you go into a new bar in a new neighborhood that you just moved to, and you think it's got the right vibe for you and you're going to be a regular at that bar, tip super fucking heavy the first time. Set a precedent because it's a little wink and a smile thing that some bartenders will go along with if they're smart bartenders. If you drop a 20 on a two Bud Lights that you just stopped in for a second, have a couple beers, but you lay that 20 down, it gives them the uh, the the no handshake agreement that you're going to tip tip heavy no matter what they charge you, and what will happen is if it's a good bartender, you'll start seeing uh, you'll you'll run up a let's say a fifty seven dollar bill with a you know having a bunch of of
0: only Bud Light, a bunch
1: of, having a bunch of nice cocktails between you and a friend. And that tab is going to come back and it's going to say like nine bucks mm-hmm. when you when, and and you got to use a card for that. You, because that way they're just not ringing the drinks in and they know that they're going to make money and you're going to make money. And if it's, it's a uh, person who works at a bar and they don't give a shit about the owner, which a lot of times is the case, everyone's going to get paid. You're going to get paid in booze. And they're going to get paid in an extra twenty dollar bill. That's straight cash. Now, if you would have paid what was on the actual tab mm-hmm. for twenty percent, they would not have gotten that much money. No, they would not not have gotten that big of a tip. So, that's the tit for tat. I mean, and 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 you've got to feel a vibe. Especially in this, old, let's say you go into the bar and the guy is uh, like offers you a welcome to the neighborhood shot. If you get kicked, a free drink or a free shot. That guy's probably game. So tip heavy. Ah, yeah. Make friends with a bartender and it'll pay off for years to come. And I, <laughs> I have and
4: my I, spot where I do that. I, I'm, I have it.
1: I have had many. I have had many. And yes, you agree. Mm-hmm. This shit. It's,
4: and as a former bartender, it's it's wonderful. It's, and it's a great relationship because have, you, these people are like turn into your friends. also. Right.
1: You, see, you say, here comes Danny. That's 20 bucks. It's like yep. almost like a Looney Tunes cartoon where you see the $20 bill walk into the bar <laughs> with little shoes on it.
4: <laughs> I love that Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, that's a great tip, Mike. Thank you. Here's a tip.
0: When someone drops, uh, even if it's just two oysters, a dozen, a half dozen, whichever, do not let that person at the table go, do you care if I lemon the whole thing? You do not lemon the whole plate at once because you are starting to cook the actual oyster with the acid from the lemon juice. So you want to do it one at a time. Cause you know what? I'm a bit of a lazy oyster eater. I might get to it later. So lemon each one right as you're about to eat it. That's smart. Slap that, that lemon out of the
4: over lemoners hand. Yes. I've been guilty of lemoning. I, I learned, say, I but I learned. learned,
0: Yeah, you know, felt like I was doing everyone a great service by being so, you know, diligent with my lemon dispersal, <laughs> but now it's bad. It cooks the oyster.
2: Oh, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Turns here's into a ceviche. tip.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, basically.
2: Here's a tip if you are going to throw out a bulky item. Uh, you know, you live in a city, call 311, all right? Um garbage just you're you're going to ruin the item. Donate it. Have a somebody come pick it up. Putting your furniture on the sidewalk is not the answer, no. and it really makes me so sad because it's not the garbage men's, it's not garbage people's job to pick up your leather sofa with you know like people. No. It's for it's a for a should, moving this company. It's really for nextdoor.com. Uh, <laughs> this is for my next door post. I've been like plotting and planning how I'm gonna complain about this, but people just keep throwing stuff. People are moving and they're putting all the stuff on the sidewalk, and it sucks because it just gets broken or Nugget tries to pee on it. And it's like, you could have donated this to somebody who needed it. You could have called and had someone pick this up. Just don't, don't be a jerk. No, we
4: called and had a big pickup this week. Good Let's for you. Oh my god, it's- and it was. It sat on the curb no less than eight hours.
0: No, you schedule it, and yeah. you don't put it out until the day before they're they're gonna come get it in the morning. It literally took five minutes to schedule a pickup. It's a part of why we pay taxes. It's a service yeah. in that LA is provided. And can do it
2: on an app on your phone.
0: Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, and especially like I feel like everyone here in Glendale too, where they're like, maybe you want my 1993
4: That's sofa, what
2: I'm saying, you know? But, you're but like, you no ruin one. it when you put it outside. Then no one gets to Which have it. Which was
4: manufactured in 2007. <laughs> it's still stay muddled. Still, still good. Still, still, still good. good. (laughs)
0: Just everyone with the high glossy. There's just so much marbled everything in here in Glendale. That's right.
2: But still, you could donate that to somebody that needs it and could use it rather than putting it outside to be rained and peed on and ruined. I'll tell
0: you what. Hank is, we, we go through and we pee on all of Glendale's furniture on the sidewalks. Also,
4: there's a whole process for recycling your appliances. You cannot mm-hmm. just put them out there. No. You're,
2: I think I told you guys about the paint place. There's a paint place and and there's like technology. There's places to put stuff. People, do a Google search. That's my tip.
4: Ellen?
3: My pro tip is uh, <laughs> uh, if you didn't know, you can order a children's bag of... of um chips at uh, chipotle oh i know the baby bag that's
2: my favorite (laughs) it's the best they hide them yes they hide them but it's perfect for your bowl or if you get like your guac on the side perfect perfect
3: and if you like like lemon or lime if you ask them for a piece of it or two and you throw it in the bag and you toss it around and you squeeze it in, and toss the bag around you have lemon or lime flavored chips yummy
0: hey (laughs) i love that tip well you know who's really really ready to always squeeze a lemon. You know, I got you. That's
4: me. That's me. I'm an over-lemoner. Here's a tip, uh, and I just taught a class about this last night, so it's hot on the brain. If you use makeup brushes to apply your makeup, clean your brushes. I do. Good. Um, I'd say if if you can do, like, a little spray once a week, like spray, like a little anti-back spray just to like wipe them down fine, but at least one thorough wash a month. So they're not harboring bacteria. You're not making the brushes brittle. And then you can like basically like send, make your skin more sensitive because it's brittle and because the bacteria will break out. You're also getting not... As smooth and lovely application of the makeup you've paid so much money for.
2: What do you clean it with? A cleaner? Or I, I use baking um,
4: soda. I, uh, baking soda is good. A nice non-detergent. Yeah. uh I would say dishwasher dish cleaner is like a like a Myers is really nice. Yeah. Even shampoo is good. Or
0: even if you go to a makeup supply store, they sell
4: brush cleaner. They yes. do sell not brush as cleaner. natural, but yeah. Yeah, but you know, probably with something you already have, like around the house, and mm-hmm. just like do a really nice cleanse, make sure the water runs clean, just like you would a paintbrush, and then just like lay them on a towel to dry. Great. Boom. Oh, guys, so much. We are a one-stop
0: shop for information, you guys. Everyone have a great week. Remember to subscribe. Rate, review. We got a few more ratings, you guys. We jumped up four more. You guys are doing it. You're making it happen. Thank
2: you.
0: We'll see you next week.
1: Bye.